I just bought like the biggest family pack of chicken thighs that has ever been mm. purchased. It mm. literally had nine chicken thighs in it. That's a lot of thighs. It is. You're I told Dixie man. I like thighs. And then I said, I'm talking about chicken thighs. And she goes, I don't believe you. <laughs> you, you could have turned it into a compliment no, for her. No, I should have. Yeah. yeah you need me Yeah, to yours your are coach. great. Your chicken thighs are great, babe. You can say, I love thighs. I love uh, like yours. And then perfect. Particularly yours. Particularly yours. Come yeah. over here and let's buy some chicken thighs. <laughs> Gross. Ladies and gentlemen, straight mm. from the straight red plex. It is straight red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, my now former co-worker, oh. Alex S. Kibler. Alex, how is the meat factory without me around? <laughs> it's uh, We worked at a meat factory. Running efficient as always? Is it? Doesn't sound know. like it. You had a question mark at the end of that. No, sentence. yeah, I don't no, how's, know. How's life without me around? It's boring and sad. That's not true. I hardly ever interact with you at work. But nice. My, I have thirty seconds where I don't talk about soccer every day. It's gone. It's gone. It's taken. You've, it, you've taken it from I took me. Took it away. Yeah, exactly. Too it bad. It was my favorite toy. <laughs> my work day. <laughs> And you Perfect. took it. Perfect. I took, took it away. It from me. Yeah. I had to leave like, you behind. Is moving not the worst? Oh my god. He's now oh. Ginger's Jeff is moving to Portland, Maine. And and Jeff has, People are gonna find me. That's a small town. No, yeah, I know. They're gonna go door to door. But someone already figured this anyway. Jeff is going to like moving he had to do this whole thing. In like two weeks oh, or two and a half weeks it, or something stupid been, like that. And it's not done yet. No. Oh, You're moving tomorrow. Awful. Yeah, I am. That's yesterday in podcast land. In podcast land, this was the day before. Yeah. Uh, it is horrible. Yeah. Never move ever. That's my advice to everyone. <laughs> live where you currently live till the end of time. Permanently. Yeah. It's Permanently. Smart. Just put really. down roots wherever you are. This is your life now. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the way it is. I moved a lot, Alex. This, like in your life, you mean? Yeah, this is yeah. the third state with the letter M that I've lived in. Oh wait, so you also lived in Michigan? Nope. Missouri? Started, nope. Mississippi? All wrong. <laughs> you chose the exact <laughs> wrong state. Minnesota? There you That's go. One. Wait a minute. Kim, oh. <laughs> hold on, gingers. I want us all to just. Just sit What are the odds that the I tried to guess M states and I got, got all of them wrong? Got them all wrong. <laughs> you didn't say Montana, which is also wrong. It is wrong. Did I, did I say Mississippi? That's uh, wrong. Yeah, it's also wrong. You chose Maryland. Through. No. <laughs> oh, it's Minnesota, yeah. Massachusetts, and now Maine. Oh, I forgot Massachusetts is a state. That's where Boston is. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. What is, are we going to do with you? I was in Massachusetts not long ago. Not in the Catskills. What are the mountains called? Western Massachusetts. Wait. I'm, I was there, and I forget what they're called. Why were you in Massachusetts? It's beautiful there. We went to the mountains. It was lovely. <sighs> Who's we? Me and Dixie. Your voice goes so high. It does. Wait a minute. Like a mountains cartoon character. In Western Massachusetts. When I see it, I'm going to feel stupid. That's for the best. They are in the... Berkshires, there we go. 
The Berkshires. They're do you lovely. Feel stupid? Oh. I do. It's really I feel nice. like based on Facebook, you were always on some sort of fall themed vacation with yeah, Dixie. With pumpkins or apples. So a bunch of apple picking pictures. Yep. We did that. And, and I feel like you guys do these trips within a period of like eight hours. You just oh, yeah. go to a place and you come right back. Exactly. The miracle of having a car in New York City. The miracle, he said. I can't say. Do you say? Do you actually say miracle? Yeah, I say miracle. Oh, I, I say it wrong. I also can't say pen correctly. I have to like think about it. The struggle that just happened. Yes, yeah. pen, pen. Yeah, I don't. What I do say you, what, pin. Like with an I. Yeah, that's how you say it. Where I'm from in Big Stone Gap, <sighs> Virginia. They're making a movie based on your hillbilly. Uh, it's town. already been made, first of all. All right, they're coming out with a movie about your hillbilly. Yeah, Whoopi town. Goldberg's in it. That sounds hard to believe. It's Is this be a work of science fiction? No, it's real. It's actually happening. Ginger's all. Y'all have to go see it. That way, five hundred people will go see it. Hey, uh, hey, we're doing well for five hundred people. That's more than zero people. It is more than zero people. It's infinitely more than zero people. Alex. Yeah. There was soccer recently. Jeff, there was soccer. What? In the league. Oh. Specifically. Huh? LA Galaxy. What? Three. Huh? FC Dallas. Two. Still a W. Still a dubs. Still. Ugh. Can't get on board with still a dubs. But it's an LA win. It is. At home, shockingly. Shockingly. Stop up center where all they do is win. <laughs> They won a game. They won a game. It was really strange. Also, recently, when they were away, they lost. Look at that. Look at that. So this puts them at the top of the supporter shield standing, by the way. It does. At least for The amazing thing about... now. Yeah. The, the thing with L.A. that you love to watch when you're watching L.A. play, they play in tight spaces so well. It's unbelievable. The, the, the ball control that you get between now, Dos Santos, and Robbie Keane is... Some of the most exciting soccer that you're going to get to see. Because basically they can, they can pass you to death in maybe a 15-yard circle oh, they don't at the top it. of the box. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's insane. And they are clearly purpose-built to play specifically on the field at the StubHub Center. Yes. They are purpose-built for that. In this match, Robbie Keane was unlucky not to walk out of there with a hat trick, frankly. I agree. He hit the crossbar many a time. He hit the crossbar twice, and one of them, when the ball went out, it came off of a hand, and there was no penalty call. So, uh, Well, we've got a couple of uh, questionable calls this past uh, week. Certainly. But, 100% uh, we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You wonder about that. I will say this about Robbie Keane in general as a player. He has been phenomenal since coming to MLS. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 I feel like it's not talked about all that often. He doesn't get enough appreciation for what he's brought to that team. And I think it's because he's not a star, and he never really has been a star. Well, you know, I mean, he came in. It's not like it's 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 not like Thierry Henry, for instance, who's an international name, you know. And he's from no offense to Ireland, he's from a glamorous country when it comes to France. football. You know what I mean? But like, th- that's a team with a, a footballing tradition. Yeah, Ireland, not, not as much. That. No, it's not known for that. Although he, <laughs> Robbie Keane's done phenomenal for Ireland yeah, as well, and he's still playing for them as, as like a you know. 78-year-old or whatever. And he's still the captain. He yeah. doesn't, not only does he play, he's still the captain of the team. He's scored a ridiculous amount of goals for L.A. He's played mm-hmm. over 100 matches. He's done phenomenal for them. 
It's going to be sad when he goes. And by that, I mean retires. I'm assuming he would just retire at this point. Yeah, I would hope so. Though he signed an extension, who knows? Maybe he'll play until he literally dies on the field. I have no idea. He has a game that you could play for a long time. You I mean, really he, could. He doesn't, he doesn't score based on pace. No. He scores because he's so quick with his feet in tight spaces. And he's technically very strong. Exactly. You can see these passes. And, and we saw this in this game against FC Dallas. You give him an inch, he'll, he'll score on you. Yeah, exactly. And that was a mistake that happened. The D- uh, FC Dallas gave him some room, scored a goal. 14th minute, banked it in off the, the left post when you're from the goalkeeper's perspective anyway. Fine, fair enough. Yeah, filthy goal. Uh, Gerard picked one up. It was a sort of a tap in on a rebound off a save. But that's what you pay him for. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's where you want him to be. That's the kind of things you want him to take advantage of, and he does it. And he almost scored off of a, a free kick yeah, earlier in the match as well. Very the thing close. with Stevie G, in talking about what you're talking and about... And you can call him that because you're close friends. Yeah, we're, we're BFFs. But the thing with Stevie G is Steven Gerrard and players of his caliber, the goal that he scored is missed by so many lower level... It's a pure reaction. Oh, crap, here's the ball. I better score. Yes. That ball gets hit over the goal, over the crossbar, so, uh, so often. Well, you see it in MLS. Oh, all I mean, the time. You see it all the yeah. time. You may not notice because you weren't expecting it to go in anyway. Mm-hmm. You've gotten used to it. It seems hard to make that a goal. Right, exactly. He, he puts it in. A goal. And he's probably not even thinking about it, frankly. At this point in his career, it's like a reaction for him. Right, exactly. But it was fantastic. Gio Dos Santos had a nice goal in this game. But I have to give credit to FC Dallas. They did not wilt to la no there's a lot of fight in fc dallas they're a good team folks they now, are i know team. their average age is 10 years old yeah but they are a phenomenal team they still had seven shots on goal in this game so it wasn't as if they didn't create they created decently well they um, scored two goals yeah they did at mm-hmm. the stub up center that's hard for anyone to it's do very hard it's hard to, to score one goal at the stub up center yeah they got two. Mm-hmm. They were in the fight till almost the end of the game. They were. They they drew it to three two, and and they still had you know five or ten minutes left to play. So yeah, this could have this could have ended up being a draw. Mm-hmm. Could have. So FC Dallas, uh, watch out for them. I know they haven't technically locked up the playoffs, but watch out for them in the playoffs. They'll be quite good. Now, if LA can finish top two, they they can walk away with the MLS Cup this season again. But if they finish third, it's over. It's not You're happening. worried about like potential like how many away games you're gonna have. If they play if they play away game, it's over. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> a meaningful away game. <laughs> meaningful away game? They're not you're they're, done. they're so bad away. You're toast. They look like an expansion team away. Yeah. They're so bad well, away. Well you say that. I do say But that. this weekend, hey we were treated to the following New York Red Bulls two, Orlando City five, it's Cinco. Oh my At goodness. Red Bull Arena. It's almost like I set that up. I will tell you this. Yeah. That is a statement win by Orlando. Oh my gosh, are you statement serious? Statement win. If I'm ownership of Orlando, I'm on the I'm on the staff, I'm on the coaching staff. This is very encouraging. Mm-hmm. This is very encouraging. Even if, and I know Orlando fans don't want to think about it right now, because it's still within their grasp, but even if this doesn't end up being a playoff year, next year's looking real good. Yeah. Well, the conversation has changed. You know, at the beginning of the season, it was, will you get enough of, out of a player like a Kyle Laren to make Kaka, to, to sort of take pressure off of him in terms of being the lone scoring threat? And now the conversation is, are you going to be able to keep Kyle Laren from European poachers over the next three years? 
It's going to be tough. I think you can get him at least through in the next season. Yeah. I feel like that's fine. But he has destroyed yeah. the rookie uh, scoring record. And I don't know you know, a lot of details about the economy of the budget in Orlando. So it's hard to say. But, I mean, he's a commodity right now. He's young, athletic, technically very good. And obviously he's getting good service right now because he plays with Kaká. But Right. Right. So Orlando has money. They have the highest paid player in the league. Right. I mean, they they have money. The one the owner of the team, the majority owner should say, is the CEO of Sprint. Right. Like, they have money. Right. But you do have to look at Kyle Aaron, who I'm I, I doubt you transfer anytime soon. No. But a couple years down the road when he get he's only gonna get better in the mm-hmm. next few years. A couple years down the road, I wouldn't be surprised if you sell him somewhere else. Oh, yeah. It's probably going to be worthwhile financially to do that at some point. It'll be really hard, and I know that they have money, but it's always hard to turn down a European team's going to say, we'll pay $10 million for this player. Right. He's 20. The kid is 20 years old. If you're a Canada national team fan, I know you were upset with his performance in the Gold Cup. I get it. But you have to be encouraged by what you're seeing. You have one of the best forwards playing in North America, you know, maybe top, for you. top 15 playing for you. And you can't really take that away from the guy. He looks very, very good. Yeah. Very good. And I think the Gold Cup issue for him was he hasn't had that many international senior games. It's a different, it's a different environment. It's a different way of preparation. It's a different, you know, you're, you're playing right now in a league, you know, that is very physical and doesn't... Frankly, no offense to some of our, you know, Central American fans, doesn't dive a lot. You know, and it doesn't. And, and you go against playing other CONCACAF teams where it could be chippy, but there's also a lot of really soft fouls given away because yeah. they'll fall over when there's any contact. And it's just a different game that you're playing. It's a different game and playing internationally at all, no matter what country you're playing for, it, it's it's a whole different ask that's yeah, happening for exactly. you. You're playing on a team that you don't play with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, what, a couple of days of training, and then we have a game? But that's that's a whole different situation. And as you pointed out earlier, you don't have Kaká getting you service. Right, exactly. Right? You that's the ca- difference. You have Canadian national players. Yeah, exactly. That's who you have. Um, that being said, in the Gold Cup, Kyle Aaron did have clear chances that he missed. So I'm not claiming it's just service is the issue. Like, he had chances he could have gotten. But he's going to get better. And if you're a Canadian national team fan, you've got to be pretty... Uh, enthused about it. And congratulations now, to Kyle breaking, breaking shattering, shattering that rookie scoring the MLS record. rookie scoring shattering record this record. weekend. He now uh, has 14 goals this season. New York Red Bulls poor game. Yeah, it wasn't great. Poor game. Um, it's at they, home. Their back line a lot of the goals were scored against one or two defensive players. Like the, the passes were either A, so good, or B, there were so many people too far out of position on the back line of Red Bulls mm-hmm. that they just got annihilated. Oh, yeah. And Jesse Marsh got ejected from this game. Yeah. Like this, for unclear reasons, by the way. But it, it's not. Being not Mike Petke. It's not the best performance for the new york red bulls but they're having a phenomenal season mm-hmm. they're gonna do well in the playoffs uh, i think this is a blip not a pattern uh, right i don't think this is gonna always happen if you're a new york red bulls fan like everyone on this podcast who hears this podcast is a fan largely because alex kibler will owe me seven hundred thousand dollars <laughs> the new york red bulls finish the season in a top 10 double or nothing you forgot no no we're doing double enough for a different bet no 
This is you owe me seven hundred thousand for this, right? But what I'm saying, and then one point four million on a different bet. No, no, no. But like my debt goes away if I win the other bet. Yeah, what's going to happen is you're going to owe me one point four million for that bet, and seven hundred thousand for That's this. That's not what double or nothing means. I am going to not only clean you out, but clean <sighs> out all of your relatives and any of your spawn. Vancouver one, New York City FC two. What? Why did that happen? I'm going to put you in a debtor's prison. It was impressive. It was impressive. At BC place of all places. Yeah. You know what wasn't impressive? What? The refereeing. Ooh. Those are some soft fouls, my Here's the question. Soft penalties. Do two wrongs make a right? Because I'm going to say no. That game should have been 1-0 to NYCFC. And they played well. They, They attacked well. The ball from Pirlo... On the first goal to Angelino, who then sort of tapped it back into the box for Lampard, was sublime. That is exactly why you pay Andrea Pirlo that much money. $30 trillion. All That's of what it. They pay him. Totally they worth pay him. it. Uh, worth every penny. Great performance from New York. Uh, tepid performance from Vancouver. Yeah. If you're a Vancouver fan, you're not happy about it, but... They still it, created it's decently And well. it's going to get better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're still a good team. Uh, losing at BC plays to an expansion team. That's got to stay. That's not what it's you... It's got to stay. It's not how you draw it up. <laughs> no. This was drawn up as a W. I, I, I guarantee it. That was the thought coming into this. We have another win. We have another three points. Said so they walk out of their own home with zero. But this game housed two of the softest PKs that you'll see this season. Those are pretty soft. They are really that soft. That one, two... Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's even a foul on that. I don't think there is a foul on that. Let alone a penalty call. Basically, Angelino was running straight forward. And he was on the ground already. Like yeah, I just I don't, don't understand. I, it, it was very soft, but they got the penalty and they got a goal. Then the one that New York City got, I know you were trying to justify it in the No, pre-show. I'm not trying to justify it. I was saying I, I was saying that it's that possible was. that his leg hit like he was too high and he hit his shin before he hit uh, the ball. But my thing is that's a te- that's a textbook tackle. That should never that, that be looks a penalty. So clean to me. Yeah. It my looks thing so is so clean. The question is, let's let's assume Also it's unclear to me if that was even inside the penalty box to begin with fair what i was going to say is let's assume he does swing his leg through too high hits the shin first you can't see that if you're the referee you, you all you're seeing is basically a textbook tackle and you're still calling a penalty also there wasn't like a flop after the supposed no. foul so i don't even know why he just fell happened. over because he was tackled yeah, you know what he, I mean? he didn't even like no he didn't embellish or anything he, no. he, he got like, back up yeah, exactly. like, i don't understand what happened there both of them were very soft frank lampard himself even said this in the post-game remarks that he felt both penalties shouldn't have happened right the one for vancouver and the one for new york city fc but david via slots it in and they come out of bc plays with a win both pks i will say were taken very well uh, oh yeah the pks were managed. clean it's just they shouldn't have happened yeah uh some other scores from the league this weekend toronto fc three chicago fire two uh javinko sure. got that goal back by the way Gingers. good he needed to if you haven't watched the highlights of this game gingers go watch it javinko with a sublime oh, finish beautiful in this match montreal two dc united nil montreal continues their charge we're gonna get a little bit to them here in a few minutes new england one philadelphia one both teams sort of languid right now and sort of sort of wallowing around and sort of being mediocre uh new england obviously in a very good position in terms of points but needs some momentum going into the playoffs they do and keep in mind philly was resting players for this because they have the u.s open cup yeah 
or did past tense. You you gingers have the advantage of time travel. Yeah. You know how that all turned out. We we, we don't. We don't. We're going to watch it tonight. like an hour from now. It's going to be great. Columbus 1, Portland Timbers 2. Dose. Yeah, that was in, in, in Columbus as well. Houston 3, Colorado 2 in Houston. Uh Sporting Kansas City won, Seattle Sounders won, and San Jose won RSL nil. So, what does this mean in terms of playoff? Is playoffs? Talking about playoffs? What's the coach that did that? That said that? Uh, isn't that Jim Mora, the senior? Uh, yes. Very good. See, you you know all kinds of useless stuff. Yeah, Jim Mora Jr. is the head coach of the UCLA Bruins right now. This takes... Go Bruins? Is that what they say? I think so. Go Bruins? Sure. Whatever. Uh, What this means is that Portland maintains their one-point lead over the San Jose Earthquakes (sighs) in the Western Conference for that last and final playoff spot. The East is also interesting in that you have Montreal still staying in um, with realistically only two teams that could catch them. NYCFC, Orlando City. Problem is, Montreal has a bunch of games in hand. I don't see it happening. There are a few teams that could fall out of the pack. Uh, DC United and Toronto FC, although those are both long shots. They're long shots. I feel now, of the two, DC is the one that it looks questionable. I, I don't want to offend anyone. dominating the season. Yeah, I don't want to offend all... anyone who's a DC United fan here. Yeah, but you do. You need to be nervous. Like you, you are probably concerned right now if you're a United fan because... You you do not have a guaranteed berth in the playoffs. Orlando City's playing really well. NYCFC has won three out of three. You could be caught by either of these teams. And DC plays against NYCFC tonight, if you're listening to this. Hey! Um, so... We're, you know, we're keeping an eye on Alex hot Kibler. Team, by, by I'll the be way. there. Yes, keep that's an eye true. Out for Alex Kibler. Um, and then they have Chicago at home. That's obviously a much better draw in terms of like hopefully we get a result there. In which case, then you start taking NYCFC out, but you don't take Orlando out of the mm-hmm. equation. And then they finish at Columbus. And that's so a here's tough the thing: run. I don't think they're going to lose out, but no. there's a possibility they could lose out if they lose out. They're out of the playoffs. Yeah, because I think Orlando City or NYCFC are playing well enough to win. Unless we forget. Trademark phrase. Hey. NYCFC and Orlando City play the last, the next to last weekend of the season. So the mm. winner of that game well, be, that's, might be might. playing for their playoff lives on the last day. Wouldn't it be sad if they weren't? Like it was already. Oh over? yeah, we both lost. The saddest yeah, it'd be really game. Terrible. The saddest game. Like, in the oh, world. we didn't make the playoffs. We didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> oh. oh no! No, it's probably going to be a big game, folks. And that game's what down in Citrus Bowl. It's Citrus Bowl. They might sell that out. Yeah, they better. They might sell that out. They're already trying 45K for the next game. I wouldn't be surprised if Orlando comes out in force. I, I know we've been giving them credit all season, but the city of Orlando has embraced this team mm-hmm. in a huge way. That being said, they also embrace the USL version, so we shouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. Great but fan base the down there. fan base for the Orlando City Lions, huge. Roar. Can't wait to see that new stadium. We have oh, to yeah, go, me too. Alex. We, we will. Have we'll be there on opening to day. Go. We'll force our way in if we don't have tickets. These playoff scenarios are crazy, both in the East and the West. The difference from first place and sixth is minuscule in mm-hmm. terms of points. I don't even know who's going to win the Supporter Shield right now. Yeah. This season's going to be decided on decision day on October 25th. And What's I amazing. Tell you, that is what MLS's marketing department 100% wanted. they are. What's amazing about this, and this is not going to happen, so I'm not trying to imply that this is going to happen. 
But right this second, the San Jose Earthquakes and the Houston Dynamo, who are both outside of the playoffs, could theoretically win the Supporters' Shield. Wrap your mind around that, Gingers. It's, it's unbelievable. Teams that are currently below the red line yeah. could win the Supporters' Shield on paper. On paper. On paper. But still, yeah, it's amazing. That's ridiculous. With three games to play, for most I of these swear teams. to God, this late in the season, the supporter shield is down to like two teams. Yeah, and it's not. Right it's not now. at all. No, it's not. Red Bulls can still get it. Columbus can still get it. Uh, frankly, Seattle can still get it. It is still Vancouver. It, this is still in play. Mm-hmm. Real late, which makes it very exciting if you happen to watch these games. What that Weird means, Gingers, is watch the games. Go yes, out of your way to do. watch them. Please do. I know it's tough because the NFL season has started. That's why I think they shouldn't have put the national games on Sundays. Those should have been Saturday games. Yeah. Then the local games. But I won't Discussion for another time. One weird advantage of being up in Portland, Maine, there aren't any blackout restrictions for those oh, NYCFC games. Nice. Watch so it on the television. Or on MLS Live. I can do whatever I want. Live. Is that how you say live now? No, is never. That, is, that, is that your deal? Is that your deal? You've changed? I'm a changed man. Speaking of change, <laughs> I can see that segue coming a mile away. <laughs> uh, go ahead. The World Cup yeah. <laughs> has moved. Yep. November. Yeah, November the 21st to be specific. Then it goes on forever. Yeah, a, a month. It goes on for in 28 days. It goes on for a month in the desert. You know, a couple of famous people did that. It worked out well for them. Gingers. Where's Moses when you need him? Assuming you still think that Qatar is going to host the World Cup. Well, as far as we know, they are. Or that the World Cup is going to still be the predominant world tournament in the world. Oh, at wow. That time. Look at this. November 21st. 2022, when the World we'll Cup all will all be machines, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Skynet happens next week. Write it down. Um, it happened in 1997. Guys, he's not familiar with his Terminator lore. Let's continue the discussion. Yeah. They're going to have a World Cup in the winter. I kind of hate it. Yeah, a lot of people hate it. The summer, it's like a celebration. You know, summer is a very festive season, and you're sort of like... It's like, oh, great, there's soccer, and like you're out, and you're in a group of people, and you have a beer, and you have short sleeves on. It's great, you know. This is going to be, oh, crap, it snowed yesterday. I got My boots are rainy. Oh, crap, Portugal just scored in the United States. Like, that's what this World Cup is going to be. Well, what a very interesting local-to-you-only problem, because it doesn't snow everywhere. Also, the World Cup has been in the wintertime for the Southern Hemisphere its entire existence. No one cares about that. Wow. If you happen to be a ginger in the Southern Hemisphere, please threaten to murder Alex. Now, I will say this. It is strange that it's happening in November, but this was a concern when they did their bid Years ago. Yeah. This is one of the complaints people had, that doing the tournament in the summertime, which they insisted was what it was going to be, would be horrendous. Well, and look at this. Inevitably, it's been changed. And now, that's if, not a small point that you just made. Basically, they lied about their bid. They were oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. summer, summer, uh, we're in an air conditioning everything. No, they're not going to do it in the summer. They basically lied about their their bid to the and FIFA committee. saying, like, oh, we're fine now. This is fine that it's in the wintertime. If you're UEFA... Who, if I don't know if you've noticed, Ginger's runs tournaments in November. Yeah, you've got to be furious. Yeah, that's big 
money, folks. Either you do the tournament without any of your star players. None. Zero. Or it's you a, move the tournament. It's a fascinating question. It really There's is. There's league games yeah. that happen. Now, I know MLS deals this all the time because we're on the opposite schedule, but this is not a problem other leagues have. Right. It's like you have league games scheduled during this time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have a break of more than a month long in the wintertime. Where are you going to make that up? You'll have an off season that's only two weeks long. Yeah. This is bad news for a lot of folks. Yeah, it's shocking. But not just because you don't like watching soccer in the wintertime. That doesn't sound like that much of a problem. You go inside, see a place that's hot. I, I don't see why this is a problem. What, are you hanging out outside? What is your no, deal? I, I just, what is I don't like the wintertime as deal. much. That's not true. I do like it. I don't. And I'm moving to a colder place. Yeah, you're dumb. Why are you doing that? They're paying me money. Yep. To write comedy. That's not bad. We all know you can't write soccer shows. I don't write Shots these. Shots fired! From who, you? Yeah, Do this on your own. Oh, that would go poorly. I know. <laughs> such a great threat. So, Alex, I know there's this entire humanitarian crisis that goes on in Qatar, and I don't mean to just sweep it under the rug, because it is horrifying. Well, it- But this is yet another major problem with this bid. Why is this being... Why are we allowing this farce to continue? My thing is... You know, I, I know you don't really want to to delve too deep in this, and we won't. But well, just because we've we've talked about it before. The, the point all. is, this is a small potatoes thing, as you realize that the death toll creating these stadiums is approaching the nine eleven attacks. It is obscene. That's with how many people have died in a construction. That's horrifying. To give you a frame of reference for, for the London Olympics. The construction project for the London Olympics, one person died. Yeah. And that was tragic. Yeah. Because in modern... It's constru- a big deal. And, it's and a big deal. Because in, in, in modern- where that's the standard, that's a big deal that that's someone died making a building. Because no one should be No, dead. exactly. Because the, the standard for construction projects is no one dies. You know why? Because we live in modern times. Yeah. And conservatively, right now, we're at 1,600 to 2,000, depending on where you want to go there. That is ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Ridiculous. But you've got that, which is huge. You've got this current FIFA scandal, which we will go into, which is huge. You got that it won't even happen when it's supposed to happen. That'd be like you say you have the Summer Olympics and we move it to the winter time. Exactly. Like, that's ridiculous. That's about the same. Yeah, it really is. By the is. way, I would love a year where literally the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics happen at the same time. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, I would or never, just flip it. I would, and do, no, 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 do the same time. Same time. Oh, okay, I was going to say, or do the Winter Olympics, you know, like in a Southern, Southern Hemisphere. hemisphere. And do the Summer Olympics in the Northern Hemisphere at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. You could do that. You can have it at the same time. That'd be fun. Uh, there'd be a lot of TV happening. A lot. NBC would be pissed. They own the rights to both. Uh, but there's so much wrong. We have to pay for that, by oh, the way. Oh, crap. You gotta, you Whoops. Gotta, you gotta, Sorry, NBC. Gotta cut that. My bad. You know John Williams composed that? The composer really? of Star Wars? Oh, he composed way more than Star Wars, but yes, I, I, know, I but love John Williams. He's very famous for composing Star Wars. Are you he familiar is, with yes. Star Wars? What, you don't like my reference to Star Wars? No, you I prefer love Jurassic your Star Wars Park? reference. I, I like that, too. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Harry Potter. Guys, this is my last podcast I'm going to do. You have to pay for that. We can't, we can't Oh, just, yeah, we can't I'm getting doing. myself in trouble again. <sighs> anyway, you have all of these problems with this, and they keep insisting it's going to happen. What's amazing about it is that there's a thing called the FIFA Ethics Committee. Can you believe it? After Such everything a thing we exists. just said, and they just told Jack Warner he can't come back to the party anymore. Gingers, if you missed this. Oh, it's great. 
Jack Warner, listen, you know you're really, really corrupt when FIFA's like, nah, man, we don't want you with us anymore. That is pretty bad. Or just you're just bad at it. <laughs> and we're, you're so egregious yeah. that FIFA said, hey, you went hey, too you far. Hey, you got to stop a little bit. Calm you went down. Too far. Jack Warner, please stop. You went too far. Oh, wow. it's incredible. Banned for life. Yeah. Banned for life. Now, I know a lot of people have compared these FIFA villains to Bond villains, but Bond villains are more competent than this. A hundred percent they're more competent than they this. They have better plans They'd and have better like execution. A, uh ocean base of some kind. Oh. Or like a Mission Impossible villain. I don't know if you saw the most recent Mission Impossible. I have not heard it's great. Oh, it's so good, Alex. I'm going to watch it tonight. You need, how? I'm not, actually. I'm going to watch the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yep. Don't you dare lie to me. No, I'm sorry. Movie villains have better plans than these guys. Uh-huh. They're just incompetent people, but they've been brazen for so long and no one has said anything. That's why they're incompetent. Because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But now they're pressing charges. Jack Warner, banned for life. Sepp Blatter, criminal investigation starting. I cannot wait. All the thing with Seth Blatter is that nothing gone. has stuck to him until until now. Well, people were waiting to see if this was because stick. he's slightly competent when he comes to bribing Just people. Just a little bit, yeah, exactly, or accepting bribes. Uh, Seth Blatter, in case you guys uh, are sort of un- un- um, unfamiliar, pardon me, with uh, international soccer, is the president of the Fédération Internationale de Football Association, which is the French way to say FIFA. Wow. It was actually really bad French. I need to work on that. I should have yeah. practiced that before the show. No, keep being awful. Yeah, it's great. Uh, anyway, do you think that this will impact the World Cup locations in 2018 and 2022? Not 2018. If he gets, I have to break If he gets taken out in the next like two weeks, do you, do you think it can have any impact on the fact that Russia has a World Cup? No. No. I, I think we've actually gone beyond the point of no return on Russia. Okay. Too much has been built. We're too far into qualifying. We're too far into uh, a Confederations Cup qualifying. I, I just don't think that they're going to switch venues for Russia. Yeah. I think 20, for those of you who are holding on, if you're in England and you're hoping that 2018 is going to be moved somewhere else, I just don't think they're going to do it at this point. I think it's too late and it's locked in. 2018 is not that far away. It's almost 2016, frankly. We've only got like two years. Yeah, it's not long at all. It's not long at all. And I know I often say that in the U.S., we can put on basically any sporting tournament you want on short notice just due to the infrastructure that mm-hmm. we have here. Other countries aren't like that. Right. So unless the Russian one was going to go here immediately, I don't, I don't think anybody else could put it on. I know why people I think, say London because they just had the Olympics. Well, and also... And they have football stadiums. They have the football stadiums. You, you, football have, you have enough football stadiums within a 20-mile radius of London to host a World Cup. Yeah, like they have the football stadiums and they have, the, from the 2012 Olympics, they have a lot of infrastructure for uh, you know Olympic villages and things mm-hmm. like that just to hold people, yeah. uh, broadcast facilities. And, and, and it's, it's a modern city. It already has all the amenities and things you're looking for. It the has a public transportation so yeah. mm-hmm. system. You know, it has all this stuff. I get it. But I just I feel like Russia won on this one and Qatar is going to lose. I think you're probably right. I think Russia figured it out. They got the one they needed to get, and it's been too long. And this investigation, I know you gave me the theoretical of an ending in two weeks. That's not going to happen. No, it's not. This is going to drag out for at least another year. 
and it'll be piecemeal. There'll be one person will get arrested, someone else will get convicted, someone will you know flip states' evidence. All this stuff will happen. But it's going to take so long, and you have to remember, once it becomes a criminal process, you have a right to a defense. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to drag it out. Right. And then once there's a conviction of some kind, you can appeal that. Mm -hmm. So all of those processes are going to take so long that you'll look up, and it's already 2017 or 2018 or whatever it is. I, I don't see how you can take it away from Russia at that point. They're too invested at this point. We're too invested. The infrastructure's there. And I'll say this, not to get too geopolitical right now, Russia's too big of a force on the world stage to just take something from them. That's a little scary, but I know what you mean. You you get what I mean. Gingers I understand exactly what, what I mean. mean. I'm not claiming that they would become violent necessarily, but that would be like, just imagine this, Gingers. If, remember when the Salt Lake City uh, uh, Olympics, they, it turned out there was all sorts of shenanigans going on. Can you imagine if they just came to the United States and said, we're just taking the olympics away from you the answer is no yeah exactly we're not going to do that and what can they do to you all of the money is here if you're russia so much money has been involved invested you we're getting way too into the geopolitical thing so many natural resources in europe come from russia in land that they can control yeah if you decide that we're just going to take away the 2018 world cup it's like okay we'll turn off oil for western europe yeah, it's it's sad that a football tournament can come to that, but it you're absolutely could, right. It could with them specifically. Yeah, exactly. Like with them specifically. Qatar, meanwhile, is not the major oil producer in the Middle East. No. They don't have the economic clout of their neighbors. They have a lot. Don't get me wrong. Clearly, they bought this one. Yeah. Hot take. Clearly, they bought this one. They had enough one. to buy a World Cup. Exactly. Not enough to do that. But it would be easier... For an organization to take it away from them, a small country with little that they can do retalia- uh, retaliation-wise, than they would against Russia, where, frankly, it's too late anyway. But, like, Russia could do something. We've already seen them do things when they weren't even uh, – nothing even happened to them. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, I've, I've gone down a road, folks. Yeah, I've let's gone down a road to slightly more positive things. Who's your favorite coach right now without a job? Just globally? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, well, this is not going to come as a surprise to you, but Miguel Herrera is very, very entertaining. He's so great, isn't he? He's so great. I understand why he had to be fired. You can't punch journalists. No, but I applaud the man for doing it. Something about it is admirable. <laughs> But like you can't do that. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. But if we're you're the happy Mexican that you FA, did. Yeah, like exactly. You, you have to fly or, yeah. fire him. But uh, I, I get where it's coming from. I would say that that's at the top of my list. I'm trying to think who else. Who, who globally is out of the job right now? Um, well, uh, I don't know. But uh, oh, wait, he wait, doesn't uh, care because Jurgen Jurgen Klopp Klopp Klopp. How is it pronounced? He still, play, he still coaches for Dortmund though. He's looking for a job. No, he doesn't coach for them. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, anyway, Jurgen Klopp, he's great. But yeah, he's on my list. I know, my you, want, I know, you, wanted, I know you wanted the Miguel Herrera, but I started making a list. Uh, there's a rumor last week where Miguel Herrera might be coaching for the Chicago Fire. Can we just make this happen? Please? I know, I know it's not going to. Let me tell you to. right now, if I was the owner, I hey! would totally do that. We hey! actually got some ginger mail on this topic. Hey! It's from someone named Joe. Joe. Who I think is a first-time writer, which is great. Uh, no, he wrote last time, and I didn't get to read it. Oh, yeah, he wrote the crazy trade thing. Anyway, here we go. We already did this. Joe says, 
I have Alex. I have two questions for you. Is the new one of the Chicago Fire? Congratulations! Which, yeah, by thank the you. Way. I appreciate that. Which players would you keep, and which player would you trade or release? Please note, you have Mike McGee, Gilberto, mm-hmm. David Akam, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kennedy Igbonanike, mm-hmm. Jason Johnson, Harry Shippen, Patrick Nyarko, all as attacking players. Got a lot of attackers. That's the first question. McGee might sort himself out. He's getting a little bit up there in age. He's been injured. The question is going to become, is he ever going to be what he once was? I I think that question asks himself, and I think if you're a small market team like Chicago Fire, you can't spend money on a guy like Mike McGee. I'm sorry, Mike. What a great career he had, though. Uh, A tremendous career. Really tremendous career. I hope it comes back because I really like Mike McGee. The flip side of that, I think David Akam and Harry Ship at this point might be untouchable if you're those two players. The, the I, question I the for Harry Ship is: well, your team. What do you really get for Harry Ship if you can deal him? The, the second part of the question is: With LA Galaxy using most of all of their TAM, will they more? They will more than likely be looking to either release or trade Omar Gonzalez. What would you be willing to trade to get Omar on the fire? And now I think the key word here in the question is: What you are willing to trade? Well, willing, the, willing. <sighs> Igbon and Nike and, and uh, Patrick Nyarko write the second, but right, 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 they right, wouldn't right. take that. that I, but I think the, the question is what you're willing to trade. I would trade that. And that's what you would trade. Yeah. But I also agree with your analysis. Bruce Arena is not going to do no, that No, no chance. You. And I would no maybe way. even throw in Jason Johnson. I mean, I still think he doesn't. As even long for as you three hold players, on to Gilberto, David Akam, and Harry Ship, you can get enough passable players to have that as sort of be the core of your attack. Maybe sign one or two big-name attacking players. If you give up David Akam, he'll do that trade today. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't give up David Akam. I know, but if he would, yeah. if he would, you could have Omar Gonzalez. Anyway, I, the thing with, with a guy like Miguel Herrera is that you know he's going to want to attack. You know he's passionate about attacking oh, football. I just want to see him on the sideline. Yeah, and he's going to also want to, to bring in physical players, which is really exciting, too. It'd be very exciting. I still don't think it's going to happen. No. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we go behind the curtain here that the, the truth of the rumor is the Chicago Fire asked. I wouldn't be surprised said by no. that. <laughs> but I just don't see him saying yeah. yes to that. Nah. There could be a team in uh, nah. Liga MX who will offer him a deal. Oh, yeah. And I, of I course think he, he would probably rather. And a big team. In, yeah, in, a, a team in, you in know. MX, yeah. a, a team you know, a big team you know, and they'll pay him a bunch of money because at the end of the day, he's a good coach. And just as a side, Gingers, watch Liga MX. It's so much fun. Me and Jeff sat here one night and mm. watched a Liga MX game in Spanish. Had no idea what they were no, saying, yeah. and it was crazy. It was a blast. It's very entertaining. Had so much fun. A lot of fun, guys. It's like on ESPN now. Like, yeah, it's you, awesome. It's, it's fairly easy to find. Uh, so what, what, what I have to say about this, not that anyone asked, because literally I was not asked at all about this question. Um, you've got to find a way to hold on to David Akam. Yeah. You've got to find a way to hold on to Harry Ship. Even though it's unclear where you quite want to play him, you still have to hold on to him because he's a young talent. I think I think at some point though you Have need to. to decide Harry Ship. Okay, you're an attacking mid, or okay, Harry Ship, you're you're going to play left mid, or okay, Harry Ship, you're going to play forward. Like you whatever have it's to going decide. to be, you have to you have to pick. But I'll say this: if you want Omar, those are the players that Bruce Arena is going to want. He's I agree with want, you. You could you could get David Akam. He would do that deal. Think. Man, can you imagine the attack that they would have over mm-hmm. in L.A.? Mm-hmm. You add first of all, yeah, where the, does Akam fit into that? I don't know, but but. It's like not fair the kind of attacking power that they would yeah, have at that yeah. point, or for that matter, Harry Ship, which uh, Bruce Arena would probably play in the midfield somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's not going to play him as a forward. That being said, Gingers, I think Omar Gonzalez is getting sold overseas. Frankly, I, I think that's the smart financial play there. That's what I think is happening. I think Omar would love to go, 
And I think Bruce Arena is going to find a buyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I keep saying that a mid to low table Bundesliga team makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if a team in the Netherlands would make sense. Yeah. Where, where defense is not their strong suit. No, and they but don't have guys would, of that size they don't have very guys often of that over size. there either. Uh, we don't, the problem is you probably wouldn't get as much money from a team right. in the Netherlands. But he would start immediately and play all games. He'd be their best defensive player. Uh, I could see something like that happening, and, and frankly, I, I believe that that's what will happen. I think that's why the TAM deal was done. Yeah. Because TAM is, as we all know, temporary. It's only for this one year. Yep. They use it all. Use it all. You got to do something else. You got to figure something else out. You sell them. You sell them. But I don't think it's to the Chicago Fire. I think he's going elsewhere. I would agree. One last topic this evening. Hey! In the past, you will already know the answer to this question. Okay. Can I answer it? Tonight, in present time... For us. Congratulations, Philadelphia. <laughs> Ooh, bold. I All took right. a pick. I got a 50-50 The U.S. Shot. Open Cup final is happening um, between Philadelphia Union. The pride of the city of brotherly love. And sporting Kansas City. Both teams who could really use a nice sort of shot in the arm right now. SKC for this season, probably Philly for next season. Oh, yeah. Um, what is a trophy of this of this variety, what is the importance of that to a team? To all teams in MLS, U.S. Open Cup trophy is something. So not only do you get prize money, and it's gotten better what the prize money is, but you get that coveted Champions League. Yes. And that means a lot. Now, of course you want to win the MLS Cup. But frankly, winning the MLS Cup is harder. You have to win more games yeah, you to do. make this happen. The easiest trophy to get is the U.S. Open Cup trophy. Now, it's not easy by any means, but it's easiest of the ones you can get to qualify for the Champions League. So it means a lot. And you'll see, and we've seen this now for a couple seasons, that a team that's not particularly doing well in league play will find themselves in the Open Cup final. This is it for Philly. They're not getting the MLS Cup. That's not going to happen. Sorry, Philadelphia fans. I know we have a couple. They're not going to get the MLS Cup. They're not getting the Supporters' Shield. You can forget that. This is it. Do you and they have zero trophies. Right. Do you think that this is viewed as being a lesser thing for a team like SKC that probably still has maybe pipe dreams of the MLS Cup this season? You know, I think Philly, that dream died out a long time ago. Yeah, it's been dead. Um, but do you, do you think that those teams then will approach the game tonight differently because of that? No, everybody's fighting for this one. So Sporting Kansas City has made very clear statements, both in their play and also literal statements they've made. Yeah. Open Cup means something to them. This is their third final since the rebranding. Correct me if I'm wrong, Judas. The third final, they won one and they lost another one. But they take it serious in Kansas City. And much like everybody else, this is your Champions League ticket. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, yes, if you get the Supporter Shield or you get the MLS Cup, then it sort of shifts around who goes at that point. But this matters. And you can seal that up right now. Be done with it. Punch ticket. And like in all leagues, trophies matter. Whatever it is, whatever whether it's a league cup or it's the league itself or we, uh, some kind of continental cup, whatever it happens to be, trophies matter. Trophies justify us being here. Mm-hmm. Trophies justify what our system is, whatever it may be. Right. If, if Philly walks away with this and they get a trophy, 
Jim Curtin keeps his job. Yep. It's amazing how that can change that quickly. So he keeps his job. He's the he would be the only person who's coached Philadelphia Union who's won anything of note. Who's won anything? Yeah. Anything. Sporting Kansas City, no one gets fired if they m- miss the Open Cup. Not this time around. It's going to be, you know what, Peter Vermees, it's going to take a lot for him to get fired. Honestly, he's either going to retire or find another gig. That's what I think is going to happen as far as he's concerned. You're probably right. Um, but they win the Open Cup. They're very happy. Oh, and keep this in mind, Gingers. It's not widely reported, but uh, players get bonuses for winning these things. Yes, very much so. Coaches get bonuses for winning these things. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's true in all leagues, but in MLS, like this could be double your salary you got for winning one game. Yeah, they're going to come out and play. Absolutely going to come out and play. I know money isn't the only motivation here, but that's It's a big one. It's significant. It it's is. significant. Dollars matter. I'm learning this while I'm paying a fortune to move. Yep. It is so expensive just to leave. Can you believe it? It's like there's a tax to exit. It's crazy. That sounds terrible. Should we go around the league, Jeff? We should. Friday night, Unimas. DC United at home against New York City FC. Gingers, you need to know a very important fact that your favored son me won't be there but your less favorite person yeah last place by default the sasquatch kibler will be there at rfk stadium to cheer on his beloved men in blue new york city football club against district of columbia united which is what that would mean by the way if we just spelled it all out yeah we should say that district of columbia united yes district of columbia you're not going to like it. Really? You're not going to like my prediction. You'll like yours. You won't like mine. Correct. 1-1 one, one draw. Alex Kibler literally shoots himself in the brain. <laughs> DC United nil. New York City FC. Dose. Two, two away goals at RFK. They just did it in Vancouver. Yeah, well, you haven't gone up against raccoons. Yeah, I'm worried about that part. Saturday, 7.30 p.m., Orlando City at home against Montreal Impact. Huge playoff implications for this match. Where can I watch this? That's on Fox 35, My 65, and TVA Sports, and also on, more importantly, MLS MLS Live. Live. Gingers, if you do not have MLS Live, you can probably get it for a dollar at this point. You need to watch this game. Drogba has been phenomenal. He, in six games, he scored seven goals. Every game that he has started, he has won. For Montreal. What an amazing statistic. Orlando has put the call out to their fans. They want 45,000 people at the Citrus Bowl. And I've got to say it, they're probably going to deliver on that. Probably They're going to show up. Orlando's playing the hot hand right now. Be 5-2 over New York Red Bulls. The best team in the East. This is going to be a crazy game. You're going to see a lot of goals in this game, folks. Yeah. you see a lot of goals. But... Orlando, two. Yeah. Montreal Impact, three. You're a crazy person. I've got to take a crazy pick. You're a crazy person. Our, our fans in Orlando are going to turn on me right now. Gingers, Orlando City, three. Montreal, uno. Really? Yes. Orlando's going to walk all over them. Out of Stad Saputo. It is, yes. It's going to be great. The Citrus Bowl. Yeah. The home of tangerines. <laughs> Correct. San Jose Impact at home against the Vancouver Whitecaps. San Did Jose you say still... San Jose Impact oh at home? Oh, my God. I was thinking about Montreal. 
San Jose. No, 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 San Jose. No, 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 You keep that in the edit. San Jose. Vancouver Whitecaps. How are those San Jose impact? They're great. Great team. San Jose continuing their playoff hunt. Oh, uh, it was worth it. Come on, it was San Jose. Worth it. it was worth it. At Avaya Stadium, not quite Adavaya. the fortress they want it to be, but they're doing all right for themselves. I still got Vancouver in this. Vancouver's coming off a, a, an upsetting loss. Yeah, and a, a loss that they, they were in that game, they obviously. They were in that they, game. They were attacking pretty well. So, But I'm only taking a 1-0 for Vancouver. I'm going to say 1-1, actually. Oh, you're taking the draw. Okay, yeah. I'm taking a 1-0 for Vancouver because I just... I don't think San Jose is going to just let them win. They're going to fight for this one. But Vancouver's a better team. You're taking the draw. All right. Yeah, man. Finally, Seattle at home on Sunday night against the LA Galaxy. But on this is FS1. At Century Link. Though, it's isn't at it? the Link. As much as it upsets me, I have to take the Sounders to win. Of course you do. Because LA can't play no, away from home. They're I don't terrible. understand. I don't understand. It's so upsetting. Seattle 2, LA 1. Me throw a shot through I might a television. Say Seattle 3, LA 1. What? Yeah, it's not going to go well for the, the heroes uh, in, uh, please in the Please prove sashes. me wrong yeah. in Los Angeles. But also, if this is not a 60,000-person game, I would be shocked. Me too. They're going to sell out Central. Other things this weekend, Toronto FC plays host to Philadelphia. The Red Bulls play host to Columbus. Chicago at home against New England. Uh, Portland at home against Sporting Kansas City. That will be a that's fun a match. One. That's a good one. The Texas Derby, Dallas against Houston, and Colorado against RSL. Jeff, it's now time for everyone's favorite time of this show. Quiet time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the Gingers this evening? Gingers. Sometimes. <laughs> I do that now because you pointed no, it out. No, yeah, you have to at this point. Sometimes. You have to move on very short notice. Yeah. And you get very stressed out by the whole thing. But you have to remember, by moving quickly, you never have to look at Alex Kibler's face (sighs) ever again. And it is a delight. But I put so much work into it. You had so much work done. Go forth in soccer, Gingers. You're terrible. What we should have uh, do an acoustic one for this one. <laughs> Welcome to VH1 Unplugged, the Straight Red. I'm your host as usual, Jeff Ross, and with me as always. Brought to you by NPR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With you as always, the world's worst human being, Alex King. Alex, how does it feel to be literally the worst person on the planet? <laughs> Hey, we're going to talk about oil prices. Oh, yeah, you, now you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Straight Red. <laughs>